You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast, the place where course creators go to sell more of their online courses. I'm super excited because we have an absolute podcasting rock star on the other end this week. A little bit about this person. He specializes in helping people launch a podcast that helps them reach more people and fill their pipeline. He's launched himself more than 50 podcasts which have had a total combined of over 5.5 million downloads. That's more more people than is in my whole city, so it's a pretty cool stat. <laughs> Let me introduce, without further ado, the one and only CEO and founder at Podcast Domination, Mr. Luis Diaz. Luis, how are you? Good, Jono. Thanks for the gracious, gracious introduction, man. Um, and uh, you're quite a pro- prolific podcaster yourself, so it's always fun to uh, to be chatting with someone who's been around the game and, and crushing it as well. So oh, thanks for having me here. No, me too, because it's it's always a lottery when you get people on the podcast, you know? Some of them <laughs> sort of <laughs> never been on one before and it's awkward, but I'm like, okay, this guy's, you know, had a few million downloads. I know he th- knows a thing or two, so it should be a smooth one for me. Uh, Lewis, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny because you and I both come from the health and fitness space, so um, I was a trainer. I know you were a trainer in the past. One of the things when I was getting into online business was um, I was really big into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting up late at night in my night auditing job. I was like doing accounting for a big company here. And it was like three o'clock in the morning and I'm watching this Arnold Schwarzenegger video. And he says into the camera, he's like, whatever it takes, I will do. Mm-hmm. And um, that stuck with me so long because it was like, I don't care how hard, how long it's going to take to learn how to sell this fitness course or how to get clients online or how to start this podcast. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Um, and that just stuck with me. And it's, you know, whenever I, got, I have my back against the wall, it's like, there's a way to do it. And I just have to figure out the way and do it. It's not like it's impossible. So that was a big one for me. Yes. Love it. I, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I don't have an exact quote, but the way I sort of look at it, like the harder something is for me, the better is the way I look at it. Because mm. the way I look at it, if something is easy, any idiot will do it. And then it's not that valuable, <laughs> right? Um, but if it's something that's yeah. challenging, I know at least half the world is going to be like, eh, that's too hard for nope. me. I'm not going to do it. So all of a sudden, I'm not competing against every idiot. I'm just competing against maybe half the idiots, you know? Yeah. And the, the harder it is, the better. Because I know that, you know, if I keep pushing through, eventually I'm going to get there. So right. Right. Thank you for, for that quote there. Now, Lewis, your specialty is podcasting. Now, this is going to be an interesting one, right? Because some people are going to be listening to this via podcast. Some people are just going to be right. watching via Facebook. So I think before we even get into like the how to build a podcast side of things, maybe we just speak about the benefits. Let's say someone's sure. a course creator, and let's even say it hasn't really come into their mind. Maybe they've heard of podcasts, they listen to the odd one or whatever. What, right. what are the benefits? What, why should an online course creator at least think about having a podcast at this stage? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, because at, at the end of the day, there's totally there's so many marketing channels we could use that it's overwhelming. Facebook groups, LinkedIn, Instagram, podcast. You're like, why would I do podcasting compared to you know anything else? Because we all know, like, we know people who have no podcasts have 
make millions of dollars online and they have no interest in starting one. That's totally cool. There's guys like, um, you know, Lewis Howes who sells tons of his courses, same thing with Art of Charm. They sell millions of dollars with podcasts. So the question is, should you have one, right? And what are the benefits to having one? So uh, for me, I look at it like, well, if you look at all of these other social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, what happens with them, right? Typically, the organic reach is like this, and then there's too many users on the platform, and then it tanks. And then you got to pay to get back up, right? This is the traditional social media uh, model that they, they use. You get a bunch of users on, great, great traction, then we take it away, and <laughs> now you guys got to pay for it. Um, with podcasting, I know my message will reach people today, tomorrow, next year. I will make sales from one podcast two years down the road. Um, and that for me is something I love because it, it, it builds longevity into my business. Um, <clears throat> I love Facebook lives and Facebook posts. However, they're only as good as the next, as one, as one or two days, unless I have to go, unless I go and tag my, get my manager, my assistants to tag them in a post, which is a great strategy as well. Um, it's, it's not going to get the traction that I want it to, <clears throat> you know? So the same thing with Instagram lives and LinkedIn lives and whatnot, like they get lost. So for me, I look at, I like that because I can basically build almost like an audio email list for, with my podcast, meaning those people are subscribed and they are always going to be with me unless they unsubscribe. They may not listen to every episode, but if I have the right title, like I've even done this, Jono, like I haven't listened to Tim Ferriss in, you know, two months, but I'll listen to one episode and I'll buy something. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so, cause I'm subscribed and I, I listen and I read the titles. Um, so for me, that's the biggest thing. It's like, you have a, a way to hedge your benef- hedge your bets against all of these social media algorithms. Still do the still do all the social media stuff and paid ads and whatnot. But what I see a lot of smart businesses going into podcasting for is because they want a way to reach people that in a way that is safe, a long term play that they can build a relationship with a customer that is not ready to buy now, but they're ready to buy in six months, um, or you know, or if they, they want to start like a speaking career, like if some of the course creators in here, if they wanted to someday speak on stage, they have any dreams or goals of that. Um, I've gotten a lot of people coming to me for podcasting for that now because they want to start to put themselves out there and practice their skills on the mic, you know, in a way that's going to help them build their brand and make sales as well. As well. So um, for me, those are some of the benefits. Uh, let me know if there's any questions coming up or, or, or anything about that. Because we can totally jam on this all day. Yeah, let's go. Um, let's touch on that, and I think we can go deeper as well. So, sure. yeah, I love how you've mentioned the whole evergreen side of things, right? And, yeah. and this is probably a, a prime example. This is going in my Facebook group. It's also going on iTunes, right? I know as of tomorrow, unless I pin it up the top, no one's going to see this, right? But let's say it's, <laughs> yeah. on, it's on iTunes. There, people can search it down the track, and it's sort of like. Uh, and, and another thing on that as well that I like about podcasts is I think I subscribe to maybe five of them. You know, if you go on my, my yeah. iTunes library, I've got maybe five, maybe a bit different for you because you're in the space, right? But your average person yeah. probably has five or six podcasts they listen to. Now, Correct. my friend list on Facebook is a lot bigger than five, you know? My follower list yeah. on Instagram is a lot bigger than five. So you even if um, uh, the comparison is just not there, right? Like, let's say your average yeah. person, and even let's do it. If you're listening to this on Facebook, Let's uh, comment two numbers down below. Comment firstly, how much friends you have on Facebook. And then secondly, (laughs) how many podcasts you listen to. 
And let's do yeah. the comparison there. That, that's one thing I like, I guess. Not only is it evergreen, but it also gets you away from some of the noise because and yes. it, it almost goes back to the quote in the start, but in an interesting sort of way. Once again, any idiot can start up a Facebook profile, right? Any idiot can start up an Instagram right. account. There seems to be a, a potential higher barrier to entry in podcasting. Now, the reason I say potential, I still think it's a super low barrier. It's like you can do it yeah. for free, I'm pretty sure. I think you could, it's 100% Correct. free, right? Yeah. Like yep, maybe, yep, with Anchor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even I think I use SoundCloud and iTunes, I think it's free, you know? Yep. With yep. the basic one, you know, there's there's obviously limited features in that, but... So it's, it's, it's not even a huge barrier of entry, like you need to fork out thousands of dollars or you need to, you know, um, spend right. hours of content putting something together. Like you could put one to, a guy like you, Lewis, could probably teach someone how to put it together in a day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, funny enough. We tested that and we did a two-day workshop last month and yeah. um, it worked. We put, put together podcasts in a day. I'm actually launching another one on my, in my spare time <laughs> for fun, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because I'm like, I, I want to show people how easy it is. Um, yeah. So totally, you're totally right. There's some barriers, yes, but like there's so many, so much content and, and, and resources out there for you to do it. There's no excuse, yeah. um, but it is a bit of a longer game, right? Like it's not like you can not manipulate it, but it's not like you can grow it as fast. So a lot of people get turned off and I've even heard guys like um, Lewis House talk about this where he's like, I was the guy who stuck with it when everything else, when everyone else quit and that's why he's as big as he is now. So not many people to your point could take the punches and go through all the years uh, yeah. that it takes. That's a good point. I'll, I'll piggyback off two of those things as well, where it's like, um, yeah, I guess there's no instant gratification there. So it can be, it can be a, a um, where you look at it and you're like, ah, oh, this is a big waste of time. You know, it's never going to get there. Yada, yada, yada. But I think there's two things to that. I think like there's very few things in life where you can just get instant success straight away. Yeah. Some are faster than others. Right. But usually, like the more continual, the more continuing long-term game it is, the more consistent. And even yes. just to back off that as well, my opinion is when I podcast, it's not just to get more followers or to get more sales, right? right. It's like I podcast because I love podcasting. I could yeah. talk about online courses all day. If someone <laughs> else, or I, I can listen to other people talk about that. If someone else has a passion that can help someone sell online courses. I love talking to that person and I love sharing that, that, um, that message. Even I guess even right. if I didn't share, I could just, even if I had zero followers, zero Facebook group, zero iTunes followers, whatever, I would still gladly just have this conversation and put it out there because I'm so passionate about it. Right. So that, that's, I think yeah. another point yeah. as well, like the reason why, because I've got another podcast as well that I've been running for years and the reason yeah. I was able to keep that is I just love talking about it, you know? So I think that's another important thing. It's not like, right, I'm going to start up a podcast and be a millionaire tomorrow. It's, hey, I'm super passionate about this thing. I could talk about it all day. So I'm going yeah. to put my podcast together because I love talking about it anyway. And, hey, the side result is the, the, the millions of people on iTunes can now actually find this and then follow me and, and yada, yada, right. yada. And, uh, and actually, let's, let's touch on those two points a little bit. Um, there's two things I want to touch on, so I'll get your opinion both way on those. Um, the first one is maybe like getting found on iTunes now because mm. let's say you're, on, you're using Facebook, you're using Instagram. It can be quite hard to get found if you're not sort of very active, you yeah. know, going out and following other people and DMing and whatever. And obviously there's things you can do in podcasts to, to get out there quicker as well. Um, but yeah. even if you didn't, even if you just had good consistent content, 
had a good title, you know, got, um, got some good reviews, shared it with your friends or whatever, people will be able to find that on, on iTunes, right? Using the, the iTunes algorithm, which already has millions of people on there, right? Yeah. So the funny thing about uh, Apple and iTunes, um, first of all, I'll make a clarification. So Apple Podcasts is like the official new name oh, for like the great. app. Yes. Good and point. then iTunes per se is like for the desktop. Mm-hmm. And they're two different systems. Okay. Um, and, and, and so the Apple one on your phone, especially for iPhone, it's much more robust. It's much more responsive. The Apple, the iTunes on your computer is much slower. The search is worse. Um, things don't get updated there. So it's a, they're two different games, but um, you can get found. The biggest thing with getting found on Apple Podcasts goes back to your, your messaging and your marketing, mm-hmm. which are, what is your title? Is it something that your actual customers are typing in? So meaning don't go and put like, don't make the Luis Diaz podcast because no <laughs> one's typing in my freaking name. You know, type, you know, mine would be like how to start, scale and monetize your podcast show. Mm. That's, you know, something that's going to catch people's eyes. Um, and it's something that people are looking for. Mm. So you want to do your research because if you want to get found on podcasts, they're outside of getting Apple on the top charts, which we can go over later, especially when you launch. Um, it's, it's more of a, more of like a friend referral game. So people, how like a lot of these other podcasts got big was, was they had great content. People said, Hey, you should check this podcast out. And then that person liked, and he shared it with someone else. He shared with someone else. And that word of mouth game really built them up. And it's why they're on the charts consistently. It's because they have tons of people sharing and referring their content. Um, so it's, it's part like, like we say, content being very, very strategic about what you put out and making sure it hits like the, the pain points and the, and the, the, the big promises that your audience wants. It's also your titles, your episode titles, and also your actual podcast title. And then another thing, you know, that people sometimes forget is like, it's your artwork too. Mm. Like if you have crappy artwork, I, I wouldn't listen to it. Cause I'm like, I, I don't think so. Like there's companies that spend so much more time and money on their content that I know is good. Why would I waste time with a show that I'm not sure if it's going to be good if it's like kind of weird and I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like I'm going to like it. <laughs> like, so, so those three things like are really big when you, when it comes to making a first impression uh, and that's when you'll get people to take, give you a shot. So yeah. before you even like, uh, before they even hear you, they're already judging you. Um, and they will give you a shot if they don't, if they don't feel like they're sold by the title, the artwork or the, or the, um, the episode titles. Yes, I love that. And for the listeners, me and Lewis were, were chatting about this beforehand, actually. So I do a bit of podcasting, but I'm more a Facebook group guy. And it's yeah. funny because it's very similar with Facebook groups. So even if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I might not have a podcast, a lot of that also works with Facebook groups as well, especially yeah. the title. And, and a few formulas I found, it's a little bit different with groups because they're a bit more community than individual, but still some of the yeah. same principles can apply, right? Where a couple mm-hmm. of the theories, the, the equations I like to use is the who for what, you know? So it could be, mm. all right, who do, you, um, uh, who do you serve and what do you, yeah. what do, you do? So it could be like, you know, um, business tips for personal trainers, you know, right, um, productivity right. tips for busy mums. You know, it's like you hear those two things there. It just, yeah. and no matter what you do, if you have those two things, you know, it's like the, the person you serve and, and what you help them with, it's like a, a no brainer there. Um, so yes, good point. And the other thing I wanted to touch on as well was on the, and, and we can even, even the sharing side of it goes on to that as well, where I was going to yeah. say, 
the interview podcast versus the individual. Now, mm. me personally, I'm a huge interview guy for two reasons. I do the odd individual one, but number one, it's just time-based. You know, I feel if I do a, if I have to do an individual one, I've got to think of content and yeah. you know, all that. But if I'm interviewing, great. Let me just, you know, network with different people. And if they sound cool, great. Get them on the, the podcast and essentially leverage off their experience, their knowledge. Exactly. And even and a, a, a piggyback to that as well. I feel like um, not only is it like I, I leverage off them. Uh, sorry, not only is it I, I, it's, it's time efficient and I leverage off them. But right. then it can also help with some of the sharing stuff as well. Because yes. let's say, and I'm not pressuring you here, Lewis, but just say, <laughs> for example, you know, you interview whatever, 10 people, at least one or two of them are going to take out their phone and do an Instagram story and post it, you know? At least. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I didn't have my phone. I was like, dang, <laughs> we got to get that done before the end of this. <laughs> you know, one or two of them are going to, you know, share it on their, their social media as well, the actual episode. So yeah, yeah. on that side of things as well. But yeah, let me, let me hear your take, Lewis, the, the interview versus the individual. Yeah, this is this is funny because it's such a great topic because they're both right and they're mm. both wrong. And it always depends on the audience. So I like to do like this. So you have these people who have more time than money. Mm. Those are the people who want typically longer episodes because they want to learn how to make money. They want to learn the story. They want to learn the, the tactics, the strategies. When you get up the spectrum, upriver, when there's more people have more money than time. And like, I'm a busy seven figure CEO and I only care about the one to two things you're going to tell me mm. that are going to help me move my business to the next million dollar mark or the next 10, get, the ne- get my next 5 million. So I, I look at it as a spectrum and I've been doing a lot of, a lot of coaching and a lot of teaching on this more money, less time, shorter episodes, typically mm. more time, less money, longer, more informational, more conversational episodes. So you look at your customer and you look at like, if I'm targeting um, practice owners like doctors mm-hmm. who have very little time, they run a staff, they run maybe two or three clinics or outpatient stations or whatever, they don't have time to listen to a 60-minute episode. <laughs> so doing interviews may not be the best. Like me, I, one of my shows, I target um, high, like pretty much high six and seven-figure entrepreneurs. And I do that in 15 minutes because I know that's probably all they have or that's all they're going to give me. Right. Mm. So I, I look at it as a spectrum of like the interview shows are great. If you have, if you're targeting the right audience who wants that, if you're targeting more busy people, you can still do an interview show, but you got to make sure you chop that thing down to like maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yes. Wow. I've never thought about it like that. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it's been three years in the making of people asking me that question that I've actually studied enough and seen it enough times. And I'm like, ah, okay. Now this is starting to make more sense because we're starting to see the patterns with our clients and with my own shows. So yeah, it's, it's definitely something that like, it's not, it doesn't come firsthand. It's just like, it's not like come up the top of your head. So 
So yeah, <laughs> that's a new one. I haven't talked about that on podcasts yet. So oh, I love that tip. Um, okay. And then the other thing you mentioned was essentially the audio list. So we all know how important it is to, and it really it can be sort of anything as well. You know, followers on Instagram, um, yeah. you know, subscribers on YouTube, you know, it's another thing like that there where it's like, great, you release a piece of content. Cool. You know, people can see it. And then it's another way to, to, to grow the list on that side of things there. So I love how you've, you've mentioned that there. Now, yeah. actually, I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, sorry. And even back to the, the networking side, the other way, the other thing I like about it, um, and I know this, and just talking about that, just the interview side of things, right? Where it's like, it can be right. a cool way just to meet other people where it's like, all right, oh, yeah. cool. You know, I want to potentially collaborate with, you know, this person over here. If I just send them a cold DM and say, hey, do you want to sell my stuff? It's going to be a hard grind, right? But if it's like, hey, you know, I've got a podcast, I've got a few hundred or a few thousand people that are already listening to it. They're already your ideal audience. Do you want to, do you want me to interview you on my podcast and you can promote your services, promote yourself, yada, yada, yada. That person's almost an idiot to say no, you know, providing you, you have a, a decent audience. And then yeah. there it's like a, um, a first step there. So I just wanted to, to add that a little bit there. Um, all right, cool. So let's say there was someone's watching this. They're like, all right, you know what? I like the sound of this, this podcast thing. I might look at getting one together. What would be <laughs> the first step? So let's, let's say, from, now let's say more from the, the technical side of things. So let's say, sure. you know, hey, they've already got a course. They've already got an audience. They're making a, a few sales, you know, but they want to sort of scale that up. And they're like, yeah. All right, you know, I want to try this podcast thing. What's the first thing they should do? Yeah, so the first thing I would do is go to Google. Um, if you have a Google account, you can just go to the forms, go type, make a Google form sheet. And what I want people to do is to, is to survey their audience. And by doing this, you're going to get all of the answers that you need to build a top rated podcast. Mm. Your audience already has their pains, their wants, their needs, their fears. They have the questions. They have everything you need to build that podcast. So you always want to, you, it's, it's kind of like chicken and egg. It's like, should I build a podcast first and then go talk to the audience? Should I talk to the audience first and then build the, build the podcast? You want to go to Google Forms or SurveyMonkey. I don't care what you use. Go and survey your audience and ask them these key questions. Number one, what problems are keeping you up at night in your business? Um, number two, what other podcasts are you listening to right now? And then number three, what other Facebook groups or Instagram accounts, am I following, or are you are you engaging in actively? There's there's a bunch more, but those are kind of like the big three. Um, that uh, that like if you can get that, you can start to learn what your audience is. You can also throw another one in there, like maybe you have some title ideas for the podcast. Like, hey, I'm thinking of naming it this, this, or this. What would you? Which one would speak to you the most? And um, I would suggest to like like you're saying they're making a few sales. I would ask first your ideal clients, like the people who have bought your program and gotten great results with it. Mm -hmm. And then that, all that data is going to give you the, the raw materials to make the podcast. So going into the more technical stuff, the mic right here that I'm using, I've used it for three years. Um, and it's super simple to use. It's called an ATR 2100. The new one's called um, ATR 2100X. And it's about 109 bucks USD. And it's an amazing mic. So get this. This thing I'm using right here is $13 on Amazon. 13 bucks. <laughs> and I look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, um, so it doesn't have to be expensive, right? Like, so this is a, 
a newer NEEW. I'll drop the links actually below, Jono, so people can, because I know we get these technical questions all the time. Uh, and this is a great, I bought it the other week. It's 13 change on, on Amazon. Uh, so this setup right here will make you have professional audio quality. Um, the, the hosting site that we use, which is like kind of like the place to store all of your podcasts. And um, Jono, I know you mentioned SoundCloud. That's a free option. Um, another one that we use for all of our clients that we really like is Captivate. Um, Captivate.fm. And uh, that, the reason why we use that is because number one, it's relatively inexpensive. Like I can build a podcast network on there and it'll only cost me 20 bucks a month. Mm. Like I could launch five podcasts tomorrow and it wouldn't cost me any extra. Mm. Like if you want to amplify your voice, you can do that. Like you could literally have five podcasts that you talk about different things on <laughs> and, and have, and only paying 20 bucks a month, which is great. Mm. So, um, so I like Captivate and it, it, besides that, you can also do a lot of cool marketing things with it. Like it gives you all these different links. You can embed everywhere and it's uh it's a really, really great product. So, um, captivate. So yeah, those three big things I would say for people who are like, Hey, I want to get in this. What do I get? Get this mic, um, get this boom arm. So you look professional and you don't have to hold the thing. Like I did for the first two and a half years, <laughs> two and a half, three years. I, I've, I've um, got books holding mine up, you know, you can't see it because I've cut it up, but I've got about, Oh yeah. <laughs> a bunch of, <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to throw that uh, link. Dude, up, yeah. Get find that for 13 bucks. Yeah, it's, 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 it's steel, man. I'm like, this is, this is great. People are like, I, trust me, I researched the crap out of it. And I was like, man, like, is this going to work? I was like, whatever, it's 13 bucks. I'll just, if it doesn't work, I'll return it. Um, but it works perfectly. <laughs> get no complaints. So, so yeah, like th those are the basics. Once you know your audience, biggest thing I stress is like, you don't need a thousand, you don't need thousands of listeners. Like I monetize my podcast and I have a thousand listeners a month. Like I don't have a huge audience, but I, it makes money because I, I speak to one listener, um, really, really well. And, and that's, and that's my, my whole game. So you don't need a big audience either to monetize, um, your show or your following. Yes. Love that. Okay. Let's piggyback off that. Cause there's a few good things there. Some good notes. I yeah. So yes, I love that survey. So anyone in, in the course creator world has probably experienced this as well, where it's like, <laughs> if you launch a course without doing the market research, no one buys it and you've shot yourself in the foot, you know, it's way yeah. better to do some sort of market research. I love the two questions you've asked, you know, what's the problem that's keeping you up at night and maybe some episode titles as well. Cause that's essentially yeah. what we should do as course creators before you create your course, go and interview your market and say, Hey, if I could solve your biggest problem right now, what would it be? What would that one thing be that, that I can solve? Great, we get that. That's what we can promise in the course. And yep. same thing with like the, the course title and the, the, the unit titles as well, you know? All right, right. Yeah. So which of these course titles would catch your attention more? Which of these modules would catch your attention more? So I love that you've mentioned that. Uh, I also like, you know, the other Facebook groups and the other Instagram accounts you follow. I think there's um, numerous advantages there. I, I'm a huge Russell Brunson fan. Have you yeah. read his latest book, Lewis, Traffic Secrets? I'm, I'm, I'm reading it slowly. I'm a super slow reader. Re you're, like, like, you're a listener, right? You spend all your exactly. time on podcasts. Yeah, notoriously slow reader. I, I hate when people say you got to read books. I'm like, no, I just buy them on Audible because I will, it literally takes me like half a year to read one book. And I, it just frustrates me. So yeah, I've, um, I've, I've bought it on, on Kindle and slowly going through it. But okay. well, <laughs> yeah. a method he uses is the Dream 100. 
right? Yes. He, yes. He says, you know, if you if you pay him whatever eighty thousand dollars to a business coach, you the first thing he says is, you know, get a list of the hundred people that your audience already follows for a few different reasons. Yeah. Number one, ideally you can collaborate with them, right? And you can do some sort of get them on your podcast, you know, shout them out on Instagram, whatever it may be. You'll grow your list quickly yeah. there. But even if it's not a collaboration, you can. there's still other options, right? You can be, okay, this is the sort of content that they're posting. This is the sort of um, uh, things they're posting that they're getting interaction. Yeah. Cool, I can, I can mimic that. So I love how you've, you've mentioned that. I uh, love you've mentioned the mic because that's always a very common question with course creators as well because uh, obviously mm-hmm. podcast is very audio-based, right? But even with a course, right. you want our audio to sound good. So that's the question I was going to ask. The two ones I get are either the ATR or the Blue Yeti. Is the, yes. is, the, uh, is one better than the other or is one more cost affordable than the other? Because they're always mm. the two. I would say the Blue Yeti has a disadvantage of, I could be wrong, but the, I believe the Blue Yeti is only for the computer. So oh. if, you're out, if you're out, say I, I can take this mic and I can plug it into my cell phone and I can use it to interview somebody at a, at a conference. Mm. Or if I'm in my hotel room and I want to record a quick podcast, I can do that with this mic too and sound perfect. Um, this has the ability to do that because it has an XLR. Like, uh, let me show you really quick. So you see that little like three hole prong thing? Yep. That's an XLR. And um, that allows me to use it in a like, recorder and other things and whatnot. So that's uh, a huge, huge benefit to this mic, which I like. Awesome. Cool. And yes, the hosting. So I'm just a SoundCloud guy because it's just it's what I used five years ago. So I did that. Right. But it was Captivate.fm. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's worth the 20 bucks a month, especially if you have, well, if you have two podcasts, you're probably not paying anything on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, they, they do a really good job. Awesome. Okay, cool. That all makes sense there. And then it's pretty easy from there. Great. You know, we've got it. Um, uh, we've got it on Captivate or we've got it on, on SoundCloud. Great. We get it on, on um, Apple Podcasts. Cool. All yep. good there. Now, okay, from there, let's say we've got a podcast, we've released a few episodes and, you know, we're only getting a, a handful of listeners. If you yeah. could give us, I want to be sensitive of your time, but if you could give us, you know, maybe three or four different tips to us on how we can yeah. grow that quicker. Obviously, tip number one is to um, either purchase your course or to do your free challenge. So that's a no-brainer, the, the best things people can do. But apart from that, what are some other tips yeah. that people could do to speed up their podcast growth? Great question. So I, I kind of I, I break this down as a pyramid. Um, so if you look at the bottom level of a pyramid, you've got like the basic, the base of needs, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You've got your like your basic needs for food, shelter, and 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 water. Um, with podcasting, the baseline is your organic content. So are you posting stuff on social media consistently about your podcast? Are you showing up in the stories? Are you showing up in Facebook groups mentioning your podcast? Are you reaching out and doing collaborations with other podcasters where you can? Um, that's kind of like the base level stuff. So like if you're not doing that stuff consistently, that's like one on it's, it's basics. You've got to do it. Um, for me, podcasting is like, 30% recording or, or content, 70% promotion, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like it's, you've got to be your biggest fan in a sense and promote your stuff. Cause no one, no one's going to come out and very few people I would say, come out and find you and hit you up and say, I love you. I'm sharing you with all my friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's a rarity. It's great. It happens sometimes, but it's very rare. Um, so from there, 
if you've got your organic content, meaning you're posting two to three times a week about your podcast, you're showing up in stories probably daily. Um, from there, there's a couple things you could do. Number one, what we found really works well is doing a contest. So right. say you have a course, you're giving away your course for free for a limited time for these next, for this next week. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe and share the podcast or tag three people below, you're going to be in the running to win this free course. I'm only giving away to three people mm-hmm. doing courses like stuff like that is going to, and, and not just once, but consistently mm-hmm. is going to help you slowly build that following up. You'll get maybe 10 new listeners one month, then 15, then another 10. And, um, this is a, there's a great fitness podcast that did this. They did a giveaway with like a t-shirt for like a year, maybe even longer. And they just basically gave away, um, when people reviewed their show, they would give away a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, they did that for a year and they just built a massive audience. And I'm not saying it's just because of that, but that was one of their strategies using contests and giveaways and things like that. That's a huge one. Um, the other part is that the faster way to go if you wanted to is to, is to pay for, for promotion. So there is tons of places now. I'll actually show you a friend of mine. She um, sent me a message last night and she's like, hey, uh, <laughs> um, I, have you ever heard of this website? It's called earplugpr.com. And I'm not affiliated with them. I'll drop it in the chat. Jonas, you can check it out too. Might be worth a, chat, a check to check it out. But basically they feature you in magazines, in newsletters, in in newspapers all across the world for certain price levels. I think they start as, as low as 200 pounds, uh, British pounds, and they go up to a thousand, a thousand pounds. So, um, you could pay different places to, to promote your podcast. This, this is just one of them. Earplug, earplug PR.com. Um, I got to make sure I get an affiliate code for them. Cause I'm sure <laughs> I'm sending them lots of traffic. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like there's, other places such as um, listennotes.com, they do a little bit of paid advertising. Um, and then another one we're testing out now is Spotify ads. So Spotify ads, if you, cool thing about that is like, if I know my, um, my audience is in Sydney, Australia and, and Melbourne, I can target those two cities and I can even target people who listen to only hip hop music and they're only in the gym genres, like the workout genres. Yes. So I know, so for example, I know fitness coaches listen to that stuff. I can put my, my podcast course, um, you know, promotional ad in there. Say, Hey, I know you're in either Melbourne or Australia, Melbourne or Sydney, and want you to know that there's an amazing podcast all about how to sell your course online <laughs> right here. So you can get super targeted with that stuff. Um, so those are three ways, three biggest ways. Yes. Love that. So I'll just quickly summarize that. The first one's yeah. organic, like, Whoever you are, you've got some followers anyway, right? Whether it's on your Facebook, yeah. or it's on your Instagram. Even if you don't, hey, there's other Facebook groups. You know, someone asks a question, hey, I actually covered this in my podcast here. You know, here's the link, yada, 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 if it's appropriate, of course. So, yep. you know, good way to do it. Contests, yes, I love that one. I think that's good on any social media platform. You know, that's how I see a lot of Instagram accounts grow really quick. Hey, here's a giveaway, tag free, tag three friends or whatever it may be. can go really yep. quick there. I see Amy Porterfield does that really well. Are you in her group at all, Lewis? I, I think I am. Yeah. My, funny enough, my sister is, uh, who works for me, she is a huge Amy Porterfield fan. So I keep up with Amy Porterfield through her <laughs> mainly. Yeah. And, um, and I've seen her do that. Yeah. Yeah. We usually well, have like a landing page for people so we can go and target them. Yeah. Well, I'm in her, her Facebook group. 
And every day there's someone leaving a review and screenshotting it on there, you know, to get in the competition. So it's just, you could join that group. You don't know about the podcast. Then you see, you know, a couple posts. Oh, I may as well listen to this podcast. And I love how you say not just one, because all right, someone does one post. Okay, great. You forget about it, you know, but if it's, and you probably won't even see it, you know, if the group's got (laughs) 30,000 people or whatever, you're not going to see it, you know, but if it's like every day, there's two or three people. Okay. I might check out this podcast. So I think that's good. And then the last one is the paid, paid side of things, which is always um, a good way to go as well. So yeah. cool. What about from there, Lewis? So it's like, great, you know, we're, we're now we're starting to grow some traction in our podcast. What's, yeah. I guess, the, the strategy? Do we say, um, do we just try and sell in one every five podcasts or do we put a link to our course in the show notes or is it just an, a build your email side of things? Is it a bit of both? What? What can you tell us there? How do we get someone from being a listener to right. uh, eventually giving us their credit card details? Great question. So I, I want to backtrack and I, I thought of one more tr- uh, strategy for specifically for, for course owners who have a Facebook group. So on your f- Facebook group entry, you know, you have your questions and whatnot. It should be, how you listen to my, have you listened to my podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, if not, or if, if you leave a review, I'll give you a free, I'll give the first module away for free to you. Mm. just screenshot me the d uh, screenshot me the review or go subscribe and you know send me a screenshot when it's subscribed you can totally do that and just literally get people to go from your facebook group to your podcast as, as a way um just to get them in right so that's that's one big one too um and then going back to monetizing so this is my favorite part by the way full transparency <laughs> Making, i like money too you know, so you're yes. good <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um there's so many ways to do it. You know that I like to use what's called conversion content. So conversion content is basically, I will take a success story from my group. If I have someone who went through my challenge or my, um, my course and they had great results, I'm going to bring them on the podcast and talk about where they were, where they are now, what were the roadblocks we helped them uncover or what's the, what was the mindset shift that helped them win? What, kind of results they're creating in their business right now or in their life. Um, and I want to have that episode because I've literally made money off of those episodes. I've had clients sign up with me for that, that one type of episode. So that's um, a case study episode or a, more of like a hot seat. Um, the second one is more of like a case study where you're just telling about like, you're talking about Susie who went through your course and you guys can go, go click the link in my screen, in my bio or in my, uh, my show notes. You can see her whole testimonial, but I just want to say congrats, Susie you know, you've been crushing it and uh, it's more of like a celebration case study. You're kind mm-hmm. of mentioning it. You're not promoting. You're just saying, Hey, I'm celebrating with my students. They just made quarter million dollars in their business when they went through the course. Um, and so those are the main two types of converging content. Like you want to just talk about the results mm-hmm. because people are going to get curious. They're going to say, well, man, I want to try that out. Um, and then the last part here to that is every one of those episodes, what you want to do is remove the risk from them trying. So, hey, if you want to just try the same program that Susie went through or that Jim went through, I want to give it to you for free only on this episode. So, if you're listening to this right now, make sure you go to the link in, this, in the show notes and click on, you know, or DM me on Facebook and say, I listened to the episode. Can I get the first module free? Mm-hmm. So, that's how we can kind of get people into our world from podcasts. We want to talk about our results and we want to remove the risk and do basically what I call a green light offer. Um, for them so that they have all the incentive in the world to go and take you up on that offer. Um, so it's making a really juicy zero risk, um, type of 
type of like call to action really. So, so, you know, if you've got like 10 people in your group, five of them get results, I'd say go and book them on your podcast right now. And, and, and basically what you want to do with that is offer on those episodes, a free, the first module free or something, or, or, um, a free, like a little piece of your program, like a checklist or something, you know, that way you can start to get them in your world and then eventually make the sale either now, then, or later. Um, yeah, there's <laughs> so many ways to do it. So many ways to do it, but that's just someone off the top of my head. Well, on that note, uh, Lewis, I know we mentioned something earlier for the Facebook group, but someone's listening to this podcast. Have you got something for them? Where can they go to, to get into your world? <laughs> I got I to gotta eat my own cooking, right? So, <laughs> so the best place to, um, I'd say to get into my world, get a lot of value is the, uh, the challenge. If you're listening to this later, the challenge will be evergreen. So it's podcastdomination.co forward slash challenge. And that page will, you'll be able to opt in. We've got a free workbook that's got tons of bonuses in there. And um, you'll be able to go through the five days and then potentially join the group if you want to uh, join us later um, in the program. But that's probably the best place to go, Jono. And then obviously our Facebook friends can just tag me here and we can drop the challenge link for them as well. Awesome. Yes. And if you're watching on Facebook, just comment challenge down below and me or Lewis will get the info over to you. Now, Lewis, yeah. I want to be sensitive of your time. So there's just a couple closing um, questions I like to ask everybody. Sure. Now, this it. being an online course podcast, I like to ask everyone where they host their online courses or what yeah. their favorite platform is. Even if you don't um, have one yourself, it could be Zoom, it could be your Facebook group, could be whatever. What's your, uh, your favorite? What, what do you use to deliver your content or courses? Okay. I love this question. So I, I have a couple courses. I've got a book that delivers all of our free bonuses on that book as well. Um, in Kajabi, I love Kajabi. It's my favorite piece of software so far besides it's it, between that and active campaign. Mm. So Kajabi for the win. Um, we have all our courses on there, our email lists, our, our whole websites on there. So, um, yeah, that's definitely Kajabi. Love it. Yes. So I'm a huge active campaign fan myself and I've been putting off going to Kajabi because when I started <laughs> in the game, Kajabi wasn't around. I had a million different softwares, but I yeah. think I'm going to have to make the, the, the transition and convert over to Kajabi. I just think uh, if you've got a lot of courses, you do a lot of things, it's a no brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can do webinars on there. We have, we can, my, my team throws up emails or it's like, like sales pages super fast. Mm. Um, on there too. So we love it. Awesome. Cool. Um, all right. My next question, Lewis is around mentors. Now I usually ask this in a few different ways. I know you're not much of a, a reader, so we won't do the, the book side <laughs> yeah. of thing. Um, but you know, maybe who do you reckon is, I guess the, 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 this question is essentially who do you follow or who has mentored you, whether it's someone you've paid directly to be in their program or just someone that you follow on social media, you listen to their podcasts, you're right. uh, in their Facebook group, whatever it may be. What, what can you tell us there? Great. So I've got a handful of them. So I started off in the game with a guy named Vince Del Monte and oh, uh, Vince was in the fit, in the fitness space. He's still, he's in, he coaches a lot of fitness trainers and, and whatnot. Um, but that's when I was in the pivot in the, in fitness and he was the guy who told me to go to podcasting. He's like, look, you've got a way better shot and a way better business model if you go to podcasting. And I, I always appreciative of that from him. So that was one guy who put me on the map. Um, right now, though, I'm learning a ton from my coach, Andrew Cruzy, who is oh, a, uh, just a, a really, really successful guy on Facebook. Um, he understands business and also systems and strategy really well. 
So um, been learning a ton from him. And then last guy is one of my clients actually, which is Sharon Shivatsa, who is uh, he sold a billion dollar company. Um, a th- to, he took a company from 300 million to 3 billion. Wow. <laughs> He's one of the most humblest, humble guys I've ever met. And um, just honored to have to be working with him. But uh, Sharon got the business school podcast. And uh, you guys should check that out because he's always dropping value bombs over there. Yes, so I'm going to send you a DM after and ask him name because I, I, I wouldn't have a clue how to spell that, but I definitely want to connect yeah. with him. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, awesome. Well, hey, Lewis, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is there anything that I should have asked you but forgot or is there anything you want to leave us off with today? <laughs> Um, no, I think we, we covered a ton and, uh, Jonah, I just want to say thanks again. You asked some amazing questions and I love how you synthesize things down for people after I go on a rant. Like <laughs> it's so important. So thank you for keeping me in check. Um, no, we covered a ton today. So there's plenty of actionable steps in this one. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to end the podcast here. So thank you, Lewis. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.